Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Birth Unfiltered podcast. I am Heather Dolomont, and I am the founder of Mums and Tums Canada. And today, I want to talk to you a little bit on my commute back to my home from holding a baby box giveaway today, which by the way, if you don't know what the Ontario Baby Box program is all about, go to our website at www.mumsandtumscanada.com and check us out and check out a little bit about the Ontario Baby Box program. Or you can just hit the link and send us a quick email and we can tell you all about it and how to redeem one for yourself if you are expecting a baby or if you've just had a baby within the last three months. So moving on, I want to talk a little bit today about um, the use of the word natural. When we're talking about pregnancy and birth and even postpartum, things like breastfeeding and things like that, the term natural has come to a little bit of controversy now. And I wanted to talk a little bit about both sides of that. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are, but we love to hear your thoughts. So definitely share them with us. But let's start with the term natural pregnancy or natural birth. Natural birth seems to be the one that's used a lot. Um, People talk about having a natural birth and what does that exactly mean well for a lot of people the the term natural refers to usually an unmedicated vaginal intervention free delivery of their baby and this can happen in a hospital or at home or in a birth center But the key points of what people usually associate with a quote-unquote natural birth is one that happens with no medications or interventions, simply the laboring person going through the different stages of labor on their own and according to their body's dictations, and delivering vaginally um, according to their body and their baby's dictations as well. There are reasons that the term natural came to be used when referring to this type of birth. And the reasons are quite natural, funny enough, (laughs) pardon the pun. But it's interesting because when we think of a natural occurrence, we think of something that's pretty much undisturbed, something in nature, something whether it be human nature or um, nature around us, we think of natural, the term natural, as coming from the earth and the natural existence of species and um, plants and things like that. So when we determine whether something is not natural or natural, we usually measure it against that type of outlook. And so it is understandable why we would use the term natural birth when we're talking about a birth that is medication-free, intervention-free, and 
is a vaginal delivery, not a, um, a surgical delivery. However, there are a lot of people that feel that the term natural birth is implying that if someone has a cesarean section, for instance, that their birth is less natural than someone who gives birth vaginally. And when you think about it from that point of view, it can be understood as well that this can be a term that ends up making a lot of people who have to have cesarean sections for medical reasons or who have had cesarean sections, even if it's not for medical reasons, elective cesarean sections, for instance, it can tend to make them feel like they're a little bit less than. And it's interesting that the term natural can be wielded in such a way that it can be negative. And so I'm curious about everyone's thoughts on this. I would love for everybody to give us a call. Let us know your take on it. Is it a term that is something that rolls off the tongue for you and that you don't even really give a second thought to? Is it something that you feel is necessary to distinguish between a vaginal birth and a belly birth, which is what we like to call it here at Mums and Tums? Um, what's your thoughts? Is it something you view as negative, as something that has made you feel bad in the past? When you have chosen a varying amount of interventions or medications during your pregnancy or birth, has the term natural come up to you and, and been used as a way to make you feel less than because you've chosen those interventions? I think this is a really important discussion to have because how we make each other feel language is so important and it's much more important these days than it's ever been before. And so when we use the terms natural to describe birth, we run into some issues that maybe we didn't going back 10 or 15 years ago even. And those issues are surrounding the ever-increasing number of people that are having cesarean sections. For me personally, I think it's really surrounding a deeper issue than language, even though I do agree that language is so, so important, and we have to pay attention to that now more so than ever before. But I think there is a deeper issue at play here. And I think the issue surrounds the um, still the lack of support and validation for birthing individuals and their choices in birth. Um, we're missing these huge pieces still, you know? We really want to feel like we have all the information we need. We really want to feel like we are making the right decision for ourselves and our children. We want to follow the advice and the guidance of our healthcare providers because we trust them, or at least we should trust them. And so when we run into situations where we realize that maybe there's a breakdown somewhere in those links, either we're not getting the information that we feel we need, or we're not really getting the time of day from our healthcare providers that we might really need, 
or we realize that for some reason this this provider or this hospital or this set of professionals um, guiding us maybe doesn't feel right for some reason and there's some mistrust there for specific reasons. I think therein lies the trouble we run into when we are considering whether or not to use the term natural birth or not. I tend to agree that we need to at least temporarily remove the word natural when we're talking about birth, when we're talking about how to achieve a positive birth experience. When I say the word positive, it's very different to if I chose the word successful, for instance. If I were to say to you, hey, this is how we're going to achieve a successful birth experience. There's the underlying worry that there is an element of failure involved with birth and that if things don't go according to plan or hopes, um, then there's this element of, well, why couldn't my body do it? You know, why couldn't I just do what I thought I was built to do? Why did it have to be so quote unquote unnatural? Okay. Or you know, unsuccessful. Again, when we use terms like natural or successful, things like that, we really do kind of set ourselves up for disappointment when anything either unsuccessful or unnatural, according to our perceptions, you know, comes into play. So using the word positive birth experience is actually really, really important to us here at Mums and Tums. And we find that it makes a really, really big difference when we are supporting our clients. And so we really feel like it sets a different precedent completely for clients. When we talk about having a positive birth experience, we feel that that is much more tangible and much more of an achievable goal than having a quote unquote successful birth experience. A successful birth experience, I mean, what do we really consider as a successful birth experience? If you give birth to a child, a baby, I would consider that personally anyways, I would consider that successful. What about you? I would consider it successful if you were exhausted after 30 plus hours of labor and decided to get an epidural and slept for four or five hours and your body was then ready to give birth to your baby a lot more easily than it was before that. And I would consider that successful too. You know, there's so many different versions of success that measuring anything against someone else's experience is quite problematic. And so we want to stay away from terms like successful or um, or natural even because someone else might consider it natural for them to choose an elective cesarean section. They may have gone through extensive trauma in their past, maybe of a sexual nature, and that actually prevents them from being able to incorporate or accept a physical labor or a vaginal delivery, especially when you consider that during the typical vaginal delivery, the healthcare providers will at some point or several times even uh, have to physically um, 
interact, I'll, I'll use the word, they'll have to physically interact with the sexual organs of a person because obviously they're all tied into the birth of a child. And so with someone who has suffered severe sexual trauma or any sexual trauma in their past, to be honest, um, it can definitely make a person feel like an elective cesarean section would be a much better route for them to take emotionally, physically, etc. And so it's really important that we validate that that is natural for them, that that feels natural for them. And so when we avoid the term natural when we're referring to birth, if we use other terms, I think we do set ourselves up for a lot more success overall in achieving positive birth experiences. So I think it's something you should maybe give some thought to. If you are looking to get pregnant in the future, or you are already pregnant, or even if you've just given birth, think about your experience or think about how you'd like your experience to go think about how you'd like to be talked to, who you would like to be in the room, what kinds of things or people or activities make you feel the most joy and the most calm in your life. These are things that will actually be amplified during birth. These are not things that drastically change when you're in labor and delivery. And so sometimes the misconception is, well, how do I create that that environment for myself, one of the ways you can do that is looking at hiring a doula. Because the doula's job is to help you create your own unique version of what is natural to you. And that can look very, very different than your best friend who chose to birth completely differently. And so it's really, really important that we think about the term natural, but maybe reframe it. Maybe think about what does natural mean to you? It could mean something completely different to you than it does to somebody else. And how do we support each other as, as people who are in this world, who are welcoming children into our families, you know, mommy groups, daddy groups, you know, just how do we extend this feeling of grace and support to each other because that's really something that we feel that we want and so it's definitely something that other people deserve and want as well. I'm going to leave you with those thoughts for now. Let us know what you think about the term natural birth. Should it be used? Should it not be used? Is it something that's positive for you? Is it something that's negative? Are there other terms that you've come across that are really uh, interesting terms that you think could be used maybe in place of the term natural birth? Belly birth being one example, we use that term to refer to cesarean sections because in our view, people who go through cesarean sections are people who are giving birth just the same as someone who has given birth vaginally. And so terms like that, that we can kind of get creative with and reframe in our minds might actually help for 
future generations even, for people giving birth in future generations to feel more accepted, more seen, more uh, validated. So what are your thoughts? I'm going to leave you with that today. It's been a lovely time talking to you. And this year, we're going to kick off some awesome podcasts. I know we haven't really gotten a chance to post many podcasts this past year, but this year is going to be really different. We're going to have some awesome interviews. We're going to go to some awesome places. I know I'm using the word awesome a lot, but (laughs) I am really, really excited about what's to come. And you're going to be hearing a lot more from us. So with that, thank you so much for joining us at the Birth Unfiltered podcast. Once again, I am Heather Dolomont, the founder of Mums and Tums Canada. If you want to check out more about Mums and Tums Canada and find out what we're about, check us out online. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are have we obviously have our own website at mumsandtumscanada.com. And just to just to point out that mums is spelt with a U M. So it's M U M S A N D T U M S C A N A D A.com. It's spelt more of the British way, but we hope you join us online. Check out our Instagram. It's at mums and tums. Canada is our handle and follow us there. We've got some really awesome giveaways coming up and lots more. So thanks. And Hope you guys have a great weekend. Yay!